0: Archibian sports columnist Jim Suhan today is brought to you by the Green Mill in Downtown St. Cloud. Good morning, Jim. Morning, Jim. All right, so the Timberwolves get a second straight win. They went at Brooklyn by two last night. Uh, defense was better, wasn't it?
1: Defense was better um, and they played pretty well offensively from, you know, middle part of the game. They they really have had a bad month closing out games offensively. Uh, performing efficiently in the last five minutes of games. Last night they were bad at that again. They were good enough to win. Uh, not a great game. It feels like this team is kind of, you know, dealing with just running some lulls. Uh, you know, Conley had been out for a couple of games. Defense has come and gone. Fourth quarter offense has come and gone. I mean, it's, you know, again, context here. They're, they have the best record of the Western Conference, they're in a two game winning streak. Uh, these are first world problems here, but they haven't been particularly sharp and yet they're kind of still hanging in there. That's probably long-term. That's probably a good thing.
0: When you look at this team, do you feel like there's a specific type of talent that they need? I, we've talked about backup point guard. Is it playmaking they need or, you
1: know, consistent defense? What do you think? I mean, they're, they're they have what they need to be a great defensive team. When they play defense, as well as they're capable of, they're a great defensive team. They really don't need any more good defenders. Uh, you know, Troy Brown Jr. is falling out of the rotation, but he's a good defender. Shake Milton is a pretty good defender. He's falling out of the rotation because of his offense, or you know, not out of the rotation, but he hasn't gotten the minutes. Um, but but they can really use. I mean, it's you know, we've been saying it for a while now. They can use a backup point guard who would help. Cut down on turnovers. Who would run the offense when Mike Connolly's out? Who would be insurance against Mike Connolly, you know, not being able to play a lot of minutes? Um, give that would give them really high quality depth. And then Jordan McLaughlin could be kind of a, you know, a quick burst energy guy if you need him. Shake Milton probably just isn't good enough right now to be part of a team that has this kind of ambition. Um, that you know, that's really what they need. They need a, a backup backup point guard who can run the offense, cut down our turnovers, make the occasional three, and play some defense.
0: Jim, the Minnesota Wild last night, they were up one nothing going into the third period, and then they just made some mistakes in the third. They lose 3-2 against Nashville. Your thoughts?
1: Yeah, probably the worst. Uh, for all the bad losses and all the bad stretches they've had, this is probably their worst loss because it's the most important loss. Uh, this was a chance to get within two points of Nashville for the wild card spot to move ahead of some of the other teams are contending with for that spot and have a third period lead at home. And they just made some horrible defensive plays. Uh, also, you know, coaches always focus on defense and that kind of thing, which is absolutely true. In this case, They was only scored two goals. I mean, you score more goals than you can afford a defensive mistake here or there. Um, you know, so now there's six games behind Nashville. They're one of six teams going for that one playoff spot thirty four games left. It wouldn't it's not mathematically impossible, but man, this would this was a big one. This is a big swing game for them.
0: So they win that game, then they feel like there's there's still that chance they can make a playoffs. Now it's gonna be tough?
1: Yep. Yeah, I mean, again, not mathematically impossible, but disappointing, disheartening, and and yes, it puts them in a bad mathematical spot as well.
0: Jim, looking at what's happening in football, of course, we have the championship games we're going to get to in just a moment, but the Falcons have hired Raheem Morris as their coach, not Bill Belichick.
1: Fascinating, isn't it? Uh, Jim Harbaugh gets hired. Raheem Morris gets hired. Uh, I I always thought Harbaugh was down for for the Chargers. Raheem Morris instead of Bill Belichick. It's fascinating. And I think what it tells you is that as great a coach as Bill Belichick is, what we've seen the last few years is he's made a lot of bad personnel decisions. He can't win without a good quarterback. Um, and he might not be the most fun guy to have in your building. <laughs> and, you know, uh, you know, some owners want just absolutely the best chance to win. Some owners, this is kind of a fun thing for them to be around. They they want to have a personality in that Coaching office that they that they want to spend time with or spend time around or feel good about. Um, you know, we don't. What we don't know is whether Belichick made some demands that turned off Arthur Blank or whether he just wanted a young coach.
0: You think uh, Belichick's going to get a job now this offseason?
1: It would sound crazy to say no. There are a lot of openings, and he might be the greatest coach who ever. And I I don't know that I, I've never I've never really necessarily thought he was the greatest coach who ever lived but his resume says he is um it'd be crazy for him not get hired but i don't know who's gonna i don't i just don't know where he's gonna land you know maybe the washington commanders as they're trying to turn things around um but i do think he's probably gonna have to go someplace that and give up personnel control um and he's probably gonna have to go work for somebody who you know doesn't mind his personality what What's tough to ask is, was Belichick great because of Brady? Well, Belichick was, let's be fair here. Uh, Belichick was one of the greatest defensive coordinators in NFL history. Um, he helped engineer the, one of the greatest upsets in NFL history, the the Giants beating the Bills and that great Bills offense holding the 19 points for whatever in the Super Bowl. Um, then he goes to Cleveland and he made everybody mad, but he did start getting that team on the right track. They were starting to win when the team moved to, to Baltimore, and and then they changed the whole coaching staff. Then he goes to New England, a team that hadn't really done much, and, you know, brings in Brady. And, and remember, he won his first Super Bowl when Brady was just a, game, a young game manager who was just trying to complete some passes on third down. They didn't win that first Super Bowl because of Tom Brady. They won it because of Belichick's coaching. And then Brady became great. And then they started winning Super Bowls because of combination of Brady's greatness and Belichick's defense. Also, if you remember that Seattle Seahawks-Patriots uh, Super Bowl, Belichick, the way he handled the last two minutes of the game, won that game. So it's unfair to say it was all Brady, but it's absolutely fair to say that over the last 10 years of, his, of Brady's career, he was much more of the driving force than Belichick.
0: Jim, let's look at uh, the two championship games on Sunday. Chiefs playing at the Ravens. Uh, this looks like this could be a fun game. You got Mahomes in the road. They just won last week. Baltimore's been rolling. What do you think?
1: You know, I I think the Ravens have the better roster and had the better season. I just like Mahomes in this situation. I just, uh, and, the, and the ability of Mahomes, Mahomes, Kelsey, and Reed to figure things out as they go. Plus the fact that this is a very good defense, a very well-coached defense. And by the way, McDuffie shut down Stephon Diggs in the last game, and he's one of the guys the Vikings could have drafted instead of trading down and taking the lowest team. Uh, all pro-caliber quarterback, he would have made a huge difference to the Vikings. Um, I just like Mahomes in the situation. I love, Mah- I love Lamar Jackson as well, but... I just I just love what the Chiefs bring to the table. Uh so I'm gonna I'm gonna favor the Chiefs in this one. Um it'd be a great story if Lamar Jackson went to the Super Bowl. Um I really like the way the Ravens play. They I love their defense, I love their roster building, but there's something special out in my homes. So I'm just not gonna pick against them. The
0: Lions are playing the 49ers, and San Francisco. It was pretty fortunate to win that game against the Packers. Green Bay was was ahead for much of that game until the very end. Uh, the Lions looked pretty dominating in their win against the Bucks, but the Bucks are a team which was not great during the season. What do you think about this matchup? The Lions, a lot of offense, been playing pretty well. Can the Lions get to the Super Bowl? And <laughs> how should Viking fans feel about it? I really
1: think Viking fans should just root for the lions. It's a, it's a great story. It's a great bounce back for that city. It's a great bounce back for that, fa- that fan base. Um, and really the lions have listen, the Lions have lost so many games, with the Vikings over the millennia. Uh, this would be a good time to, th- to reward them for the favors. They've always done the Vikings franchise and actually root for them. It's Campbell's really likable. Front office is really likable. Golf is likable. They play really hard. They play old school football. Um, I just I think it's a great story. I like the Forty ers too, but the Forty ers haven't played well in about a month. You know, they lost the Vikings uh, without Justin Jefferson, and then they got it going and they were the most dominant team in the NFL for a month or two, and then they get destroyed by the Ravens and they really haven't played a good football game since then. So I'm I'm going to take the Lions. I just think they're going to be able to run the ball enough. I, I think Jameer Gibbs will be the key to the game. If they can get big plays from Jameer Gibbs, that balances out the the imbalance in skill position talent. Um, and I just think they're ready for this. You know, I, listen. You know, picks are silly. I, I'm picking I'm picking the Chiefs and the Lions in part because I'd rather pick them. It'd be more it's more fun to pick them. But I also think they have a chance.
0: You know, Jim, when you look at uh, you know, what the Lions were able to accomplish. It took them a long time. They've had a lot of real high draft picks. Uh, They made that trade that, uh, you know, sent Stafford to the Rams. The Rams win a Super Bowl. um, And they get Jared Goff in that, and it kind of felt like he was a throw-in in in that deal. Uh, And they get all those draft picks, and they use those. And now they've put together this team that is on the doorstep of going to the Super Bowl. Is this one of those cases where that trade with the Rams and Lions worked out for both teams?
1: Yes, and being and they took advantage of being bad, which not every team does, and the Goff trade worked out really well. They got a lot of draft capital, and then they looked at Goff and said, hey, this guy's going to a Super Bowl who's been an excellent passer. You know, let's work with him. And, and you know, Dan Campbell's hard on him at times. It's, it's a great example of coaching up a quarterback instead of just discarding a guy because he wasn't one of the three best in the league. You know, you're, not everybody's going to have Patrick Mahomes. So if you don't have Patrick Mahomes, coach up the guy, you know, much like Kevin O'Connell did with with Kirk Cousins in 2022. You know, you have a very capable quarterback. Instead of just immediately transitioning to a young guy you hope is C.J. Stroud, coach the guy up, and Goff's been very good. Now, now Goff, I will say this, Goff in his career has been terrible against the 49ers. That's one of the reasons to pick the 49ers in this game. But I think he's a better player now than he was then.
0: Jim, uh, Twins Fest is this weekend. Uh, twins do the caravan. You know, the, the Twins probably more than any other professional organization in our state uh, try to reach out to fans and be fan-friendly. Is, is that why in some cases when they struggle that we give the Twins a pass?
1: Well, I don't know that the fan base gives them a pass. I know that I give them, I probably give them more benefit of the doubt than a lot of the franchises I cover just because I think they do so many things right and so many things well. Uh, they're very responsive to the fans they're very fan what's the what's the modern marketing term forward facing with fans they want to get out in front of the people uh they're very accessible people they're honest um you know they they work under certain financial constraints because of the market size and yet you know they've given us a lot of a lot of really good teams over the years um and you know, i think Rocco's one of Best people I've ever met, Falvey I really like, Um, St. Peter. You know, I talked to Roy Smalley about this on our last podcast. Uh, The Twins, I think, more than as much as or maybe more than any other team really keep former players in the fold. You think about Latroy Hawkins. He left – first opportunity he had, he left in free agency, in part because they didn't want to pay him a lot of money. Uh, Plays for 20 teams. And then he comes back and becomes a big part of the Twins organization. You know, Kadire came back. Morneau lives in the Twin Cities. Smalley lives in the Twin Cities. Herbeck is always doing stuff for the team. Oliva's at the ballpark every day. Um, you know, Gladden's in the in the broadcast booth. It, it's, to me, It's a. I know a lot of fans just hate the Twins because of the poll ads or, spending, or because baseball's a hard sport for fans because you're going to lose 70 games. Good teams are going to lose all the time. Um, but for me, it's my favorite team to spend time around.
0: All right, Jim, what do you got in your podcasts?
1: Uh, really good. Uh, Roy Smalley, chin music show on Joe Maurer. And a lot of the things I just talked about. Uh, we have a good Jeff diamond. I really highly recommend the Jeff diamond podcast. He really breaks down how he thinks that cousins deal can get what can and will get done and how that will set them up to make other moves. Uh, we've got preps today with John Millay going around the sport with prep sports and activities, including girls wrestling and everything's at TalkNorth.com. or on your favorite podcast app.
0: All right, Jim. Thanks. Have a good weekend. We'll talk to you again on Monday. Great. Thanks, Jim. It's Jim Suhan, Star Tribune Sports columnist, joining us every weekday morning at this time. Follow him on Twitter at Suhan Strib. Check out his latest column in the Star Tribune or his podcast at TalkNorth.com. Jim, once again today, brought to you by the Green Mill in downtown St. Cloud. News from ABC's next on WJ.